Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back everyone and today we are continuing our series on climbing out of the COVID money pit. Good to have you along again. So I have been interviewing people from all walks of life whether in business or personally who have been affected by COVID-19. And today I am talking with Mark who is a businessman in my local area. He actually owns a co-working space in McLaren Vale, South Australia As many of you know, uh, my business is largely conducted online, but on the odd occasion when I do need to meet someone face-to-face, I've actually booked into a meeting room at his co-working space. And I must say, it's just been a wonderful facility to work in, not only because the facility is amazing, but also the coffee is fantastic as well. So, I asked Mark if I could interview him to hear about, you know, how he has um, gone through this whole period of lockdowns and um, instability of income and all of that. I really want to apologize at the beginning. I do sound very severe and I'm sorry about that. I was trying to be very efficient with time uh, because Mark's a very busy man and uh, it might sound a little bit disjointed in places because we kept stopping the tape in order for him to go and uh, greet somebody in the cafe. That is absolutely fine. I hope you enjoy the interview with Mark and I'll come back later and make a few comments. Well, hello, Mark. Thank you very much for joining me today. Um, uh, how are you going? Okay. Yes, good morning to you. and everything's dancing along well. Very good. So, um, as you know, we've been doing a few interviews with people about how COVID has affected them. You are in, you have your own business. So I'm just wondering if you can tell us um, how has COVID affected you financially? Financially, it's been challenging. Uh, I probably am not any worse off than I would have been outside of COVID. I must say the uh, government, both state and federal grants have been very helpful. Great. And I'm quite a nimble business with a pretty low economic footprint in a weekly fashion. So really, we probably sat in the sweet spot in terms of support. Great. Okay, well, that's good. So what's been the most difficult financial hurdle that you've had to overcome? It's really just instability. Uh, each time we've been locked down, I've lateralized. I hate the word pivot, but I have altered <laughs> our constructs. And yes. I've uh, come up with new ways of generating revenue and new ways of uh, levering our markets. So it, it really, as much as anything, has been the challenge of thinking on my feet and activating fast. Right. And then that's um, undermined by another change in the marketplace and another need 
to activate a different way. Very good. I've been hearing that a lot from businesses. If they're willing to change direction or willing to uh, change their offering, they have seemed to have been more successful during this time. Um, so, Mark, has there been any financial lessons that you've learned during COVID? And they can be either from your, a business perspective or from a personal perspective. Sure. Um, well, certainly I have kept the grants that I've been given yeah. and have them sitting there as a buffer. Okay. Uh, at the moment, essentially, has given me that capacity to have something solid, which I can lean on should there be further disruption, which I think we all imagine there is likely to be. Yes. Um, in terms of modelling business, it's been one of the lessons I learned early was that we remodelled our proposition pretty much each time we were knocked about. Yeah. And while those remodelling did actually create um, revenue, which kept us afloat, yeah. um, reactive remodelling isn't clever. Right. Uh, so what I'm doing now is remodelling in my business in a COVID context and most of the new developments in the business are actually working on the premise that COVID will be here long term. Yeah. And so rather than reacting and throwing together huge amounts of energy to create new content, uh, we're working more in a proactive manner to remodel in an appropriate form for the landscape that's out there. Okay, that's really interesting very and very wise, I think. So, Mark, just wondering during all of this, what have you been or what are you most thankful for? I guess uh, my community. Yeah. Uh, we do sort of position ourselves as a central point for the community down here. And while we have 38 businesses all sharing space, which gives us a critical mass, we also, as you know, host our local rotary and a broad array of different NDIN, yes. NDIS services. Yeah. So being able to interact with the community, being able to uh, lever further uh, engagement. Uh, you may have followed that we've, during the last lockdown, put 250 30 meals out into the hands of first responders yeah, and drivers and COVID testing stations. So yeah. really being heavily involved and being able to add value and having that supported has been uh, what's kept us alive and bright and engaged. Great. And of course, you know, rather than real wealth, there is nothing like community wealth. Absolutely. Well, Mark, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're extremely busy, uh, but I do appreciate the time that you've given me today. No worries, Chris. We'll see you in the room. Yep. See you soon. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Mark. I certainly enjoyed interview him, interviewing him. Um, and some of the points that came out of it were quite different than what we spoke about last week with Tracy. Um, but very much uh, making sure that you're making the most of the government grants that are available um, so looking at what you're entitled to, looking at where you can get help from and making the most of that. It was lovely to hear Mark saying that he had kept the grant money to one side in case he needed to use it in the future. So, you know, sometimes I have heard stories along the way of people treating the job keeper and the job seeker as a bit of a windfall, which is sad, really, because if you can make the most of this period of time where you are getting some help and put it to one side to act, to act as a buffer, we heard last week about having savings. Well, this is that type of thing, isn't it? It's having a buffer so that you can draw on it later on when you really need it. So really love that. The other thing um, that we heard was 
in a business, it's really important to be able to change what you're doing. And Mark talked about not being reactive. At first, they were reactive. They were reacting to their situation and changing uh, their business, changing their business model uh, or the way they did things in order to accommodate the, the, the thing that had been thrown at them. And then again, when it changed again, changing their offering again, but then realizing that you can't keep going like that. And this was really wise advice, looking at how they can make their business COVID friendly, if you like, COVID proof. You know, he felt that COVID was going to be with us for a long time. And so instead of just making this a small uh, period of time change, a small change over this period of time, um, he was looking at making it um, a permanent thing in his mind. How can I be COVID proof in my business from here on in so that if COVID does stop me again, it won't necessarily interrupt my business or interrupt the revenue that type of thing. I really like that. It was very wise to not be reactive, but instead be proactive, which was very, very good. And, you know, I'm loving hearing these stories about how people are thankful or grateful. And it was good to hear that Mark found just being involved with his community had helped him and his team to feel very buoyant. We have heard in the news and on the media how many people are struggling mentally and, um, you know, just feeling depressed or down during these periods of time. But instead of being inward looking, Mark and his team were outward looking and looked to how they might be generous or be helpful to their community and did some uh, meal drops for those people on the front line, which is really, really lovely. Um And he himself felt encouraged when he was encouraging the business community that he is involved with. And he talked about community wealth. You know, we often think that wealth is to do with money or the possessions that you have. But I learned a long time ago that the the best wealth is family and friends and the people around you, the people that you have around you. And Mark brought that out in his interview. So I really love that. I hope you're getting a lot of insight and encouragement from these interviews. We will continue next week with another interview, um, which I believe is going to be another business person. Um, And I'll look forward to hearing your comments and your questions. And please, if you have a story that you think we would find interesting and encouraging and we can learn something from your experience during COVID-19, then I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line at podcast at coachchris.com.au. Until then, I hope you have a good week. I'm